0: Listen, listen, hey, listen to this. Are you listening to me? Why aren't you listening? Are you hearing me? Listen up, listen.
1: It's time for you to listen to Lori Ann. What she has to say might not change your life, but it might.
0: Women still die in childbirth, even in this day and age, and it's scary, but it happens more than we realize. In 2021, there were more than 20 deaths per 100,000 live births for women under age 25, 31 for 25 to 39 year olds and over 138 women 40 and over died in childbirth obviously the risk is higher for the older moms to be that brings us to my story for the longest time I wanted to have a child but it wasn't happening it seemed like when I finally wanted it I just couldn't do it even my little brother's wife got pregnant on the first try I was not happy with that at all (laughs) I had to try to figure out what was wrong and I was ready to do fertility treatments and finally I thought about adoption, but then all of a sudden I was pregnant and it was strange and it was wonderful and I never felt better than when I was pregnant. Happily living it up until an ultrasound found out that my baby had problems and could be stillborn if it went full term. I was angry with myself. Why did I wait so long? Why did I try to have this baby at such a late age? I was almost 40. I missed it completely when the doctor said that they were going to monitor me and the baby and then take him early. The doctor had great hope for success with this plan, but instead of planning a C-section, he decided we were going to induce labor, which was a bad idea. I was one of the 1% of moms that would die from the epidural, and I tried to do it without it. And the nurse kept telling me, oh, you'll have a better birth. It'll, it won't it will be painful. It'll be better for you and the baby. You should have the epidural. And finally, I said, okay, fine. If you just stop asking me, I'll do it. Again, not a good idea. My blood pressure dropped like crazy. The nurse went from joking with me to not even looking at me. The baby's heartbeat just kept stopping. And apparently, it turned out both of us were dying. Then the surgical team comes running in like a bad movie. And they're yelling at me, turn on your side. But of course, I can't because I'm paralyzed by the epidural. So they pull me over onto my side and wheel me into the operating room. I have a latex allergy, but they weren't set for that. So they had to scramble to address that problem. And then the doctor says, well, don't panic. We're doing the emergency C-section and you may not hear the baby cry right away. I'm like, what? I can feel them tugging at me to get this child out of me. And (laughs) here comes my baby boy, but he is not crying. And then finally he does. And they show him to me for just a split second and then whisk him away. And I think I'm pretty tough, but I don't think I've ever been so afraid of my life. So I finally get to go home with him. And actually, I was very happy to get out of the hospital after that. But then came the rollercoaster ride of issues from unbalanced blood chemicals, seizures, water on the brain. I honestly thought he had died in my arms the first time he had a seizure. Then the poor little six-month-old had to have surgery for water on the brain because he had a pocket full of fluid on his brain and he could have easily been dead. In fact, the doctor didn't know how he was still alive. So I'm not sure how we both survived all of this, but we did. And I'm so happy for the moms that have normal births without issues. What I'm trying to say today is sometimes bad things happen in life and we do the best that we can to deal with it. If it seems like the universe is not on your side, persevere. My beautiful boy is about to start middle school and I'm not looking forward to him not needing his mom as much. But I know that's coming and it's part of life. So when bad things happen, remember the sun will rise tomorrow a new day will dawn, and live life to its fullest. Because you never know. That's all I've got for now. I'm Ann. Thanks for listening.
1: That's it for this edition of Listen to Ann. Don't forget to tune in next time. You better listen to Ann. Yeah, 682-1430 is the phone number. Give us a call at 682-1430 in questions or comments. Uh, good morning. You're on Polk County Live. Who's this?
2: Mike, why'd you hang up on me? I thought
1: I was doing pretty good singing. So, uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike was sharing with me a country music song. Oh, yes, I was. But I lost. Yeah, that, that, wh- I got disconnected. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, we were uh, doing something else.
0: I'd like to hear him sing.
1: <laughs> six eight two fourteen. Well, that's gonna doesn't work. I know. <laughs> doesn't work with what we're doing at the moment.
0: Uh, I know. Mm. It might be better though. Than, so than me getting beclept.
1: Well. <laughs> I mean how can you not uh when you uh, relive such a traumatic event it's uh it's difficult I I I know um I I didn't of course have any children myself but uh, <laughs> yeah. I did have an, a a time when I was holding my son and he was in the first grade and he was he turned he was gray and yeah. was barely he barely could move couldn't keep anything down, um, not even water,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, I thought he was going to die. So, yeah, I can relate in, in, that, in that respect. Uh, he didn't, by the way. Uh, good morning. You're on Polk County Live. Who's this?
2: This is Eileen. Hi, Eileen. Good morning, Ann. Good morning. Um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, mm-hmm. um, my water broke mm-hmm. at four months. Oh, Wow yes
0: what did so, they what did you what did you have to do what did they do
2: well they did a c-section mm-hmm. and she was in the hospital for a long time yeah i bet that had to be uh, hard oh my gosh i didn't even think she was gonna make it yeah and yes it was very hard I I can't even tell you how many months she was in the hospital. Oh, my goodness. And she was such a, just a, I don't even think, I can't remember because she's 40 now. But oh. she was just in the palm of your hand. That's how small she was. Wow.
0: Well, we're the lucky ones. Yeah. Our baby we survived. survived. We survived. Yeah.
2: We are the lucky ones. Now, my son, he was uh, a gorilla in my stomach. Oh, my gosh. Because he was 36 inches long. Wow. And I'm small like you are. So they, I begged at six months for them to take him, right. and they finally did. And he was six pounds and thirteen ounces. Oh wow! And they took him by C-section. Oh wow! So I can relate to your story because we both through went through heck, yeah. but we persevered, mm-hmm. and we can handle anything now. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So thanks, for
1: sharing, or, uh, thanks for sharing, uh, Thanks for sharing, Eileen. Appreciate that.
2: Yes, and I tried to hurry up and <laughs> put
1: my shorts on backwards. Oh, my goodness. TMI.
2: Hey, at least I wear some, lens. That's right.
1: <laughs> See, I don't have that problem. I don't have to worry about whether or not they're backwards.
2: No, <laughs> well, you're a trip.
1: Thank you, Eileen. Have a great day. Thank you for calling, and thank you for participating in the program.
0: Thank you, Eileen.
1: Yeah. I mean... When you have something like that, uh, it, it, I think it's uh, sometimes difficult to um, to share it too because of how traumatic it was. I mean, I only have the, my experience with my son to go by, but to, I mean, y- you had physical issues yourself where you almost went, and your child that you just birthed, uh, you know, no, it was, almost, it was or, or was about to birth almost died. It was and, four years for us yeah.
0: before. Austin was released from um, all children's. And um, yeah, it was interesting because the birth was traumatic, obviously. And then mm. him having
1: all the follow ups, the, yeah. the water
0: on the brain and surgery for that. And they did a, a procedure that was, um, you know, it, they hadn't done it very often. It was a new procedure that they were trying. And mm. so experimental, I guess they call it. And um, he had to have MRIs like daily and then weekly. And when you put a little tiny baby in an MRI machine, they they bind them on a wood board and strap their head in and they can't move and they just cry and you can't explain what's happening to them. They don't yeah. understand. So they're screaming in this MRI machine the mm. whole time and it takes forever and you, you're you allowed in and all you can do is pat their feet because you can't get in to hold them. Sure. And um, And when he had the surgery too, I was nursing. I couldn't nurse him. He had all these tubes coming. It was horrible. It was just... The first four years of his life, I, I don't remember having a baby. I don't remember having a small baby. Like most moms have this little baby and they have all these memories. I have memories of just being in the hospital all the time and mm. constantly having these tests and ha- having his child cry. And, and he had a hole at the top of his head the whole time. And the doctor said if, if any fluid comes out of that, we got problems and that's bad. And, and then you got to rush him in. And so I just remember always checking his head <laughs> every day. And it was just horrible. So for the first four years of my life or his life, he was everything. I, I did everything. I stayed home. He went to the office with me. Like literally I had that kid in my arms the whole time until till the doctors released him. They, um, the doctor said when he saw him, he was kind of shocked <laughs> And I'm like, what do you mean you're shocked? Like, you said he was going to be great, you know, that he'd be okay. Did you not believe that when you yeah. said that? And he's like, well, no, it's just, it's just amazing to see it, you know. And I just, at that moment, I was I mean, like, I think
1: I can understand what he, what he was saying. Yeah, no, you, I get You it. learn about these things when you're, when you're going to medical school or, or, you know, whatever you learn for whatever your career might be. You might read about something but never encounter it actually in, in your life.
0: Well, and then you but, see it, yeah. and then it's made. And I get, then I get that. But it was like it was, it was traumatic. The whole thing, the first, like I said, the first four years of Austin's life, I just, it was a whirl. It was just, you know, and um, I'm just glad I was so relieved when they released him. And he, he can have, he has a normal life. He's very smart. He's met all his milestones. He's amazing. He can do sports. There's no restrictions on him whatsoever. But.
1: That's awesome. I, yeah. I'm one of the lucky ones. He starts ones. middle school tomorrow. Yeah,
0: but I'm one of the lucky ones. Like Eileen, like we're lucky that yeah. our babies survived, and there's right. a lot of women out there that don't have that luxury, and mm-hmm. it's horrifying for them. And Yes, it is. I, I praise each and every one of them for survival mm-hmm. and going on after something like that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, and just think about this, too. He's starting middle school tomorrow, and probably less than a year he's going to say, Mom, don't kiss me in front of my friends.
0: <laughs> well, he's gonna have a hard time with that one because I'm not gonna stop.
1: Mom, drop me away. <laughs> no, you gotta drop me off a block away from school. I can't see. I can't let my friends see you with me.
0: But you know, he can't grow up fast enough for me. Like I, I want him to be an adult so bad, so quickly. Because <laughs> I, there's always that in the back of our minds that that right. condition can come back for him too. Mm-hmm. So it's like really difficult to deal with that. But. Yeah. um I just, I just want him to be happy.
1: I, I understand, I understand that uh, also because uh, when my son had to have surgery, uh, he had a 100% blockage in, in his intestines, and that turned out to be what the That's problem was. Crazy,
0: that happens a lot.
1: And uh, apparently, when he was born, his intestines weren't abta- attached to his abdominal wall the way they're supposed to be, and so in the course of being a kid and playing and you know bouncing around, hanging upside down, whatever they do, uh, he got a twist mm-hmm. in, in his intestines and. Uh, He was first misdiagnosed as having a stomach flu because, you know, he was just throwing stuff up. And uh, so they gave him IVs and he actually felt better because he he was able to get some fluid into him. Uh, But then the next day he went downhill really fast and I took him to an actual hospital. Well, I took him to a hospital before, but (sighs) kind of questioned their competence. Um, But anyway, I took him to a different hospital and then that afternoon he was at Shands in Gainesville, and they were prepping him for surgery. So, um, yeah, it's uh, so I and I worry about that. He had to stay laying down after surgery for 13 days that
0: had to be really because tough. when they
1: put the intestines back in after they removed the blockage part and then put the intestines back in, they wanted it to like stay in a, in a in a space. So they went ahead and took his appendix when they did this because his appendix would have been up. Uh, like on the opposite side of where it should have been because the way they had to put the uh, intestines back in. So uh, they said, well, let's just take that out now because that's going to be confusing later if he gets appendicitis (laughs) because usually that's down in your right lower quadrant Mm -hmm. of your abdomen. Uh, His would have been in like his left upper quadrant. That would have been very confusing. That would have been very confusing. So."
0: It's crazy. Anyway, it's just there's crazy so many things, things yeah. that can happen. And and kids are so resilient, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, They're amazing. No, he and, comes
1: out of it. He's, he's playing video games by like yeah. the second day. Oh, of course, yeah. he has to still be laying down. Yeah. But then when he can finally get up, yeah. I stayed in the uh, Ronald McDonald house at Shan's the whole time.
0: I have nothing but great things to say about yeah. Shan's and all children's and St. Yeah. They're amazing. And, you know, that's yep. the thing. Austin's brain was. Solid gray matter pushed to one side of his head. He had a racquetball-sized pocket of fluid Ooh, in his head, yikes. and so all of those synapses, I guess, all reconnected and reconfigured mm. after the surgery. Right. And so he—that's how. But that's an incredible thing, the human brain. It's amazing that it can well, do stuff. Well, the human
1: like body—it just as a whole is pretty incredible, really.
0: But it was just yeah. This, his first four mm. years were just so ruined. I imagine <laughs> so. Very
1: happy. All right. There you go. That's uh, this week's edition of uh, Listen to Lorianna.